Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This episode is brought to you by United Airlines. What's new with United? New and redesigned planes with things like larger overhead bins with room for everyone's roller bag. Power outlets at every seat, screens at every seat, and the ability to connect your Bluetooth headphones to those screens. Plan your trip today at united.com or on their award-winning app. Final delivery schedule subject to change. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, I'm on the plane. Guess what? They effed up my reservation. We land at 7.35. They book the car. Oh, hang on, hang on. Excuse me. Sir, I am, I'm here in, in 3B. I was wondering if maybe you'd switch seats with me so I could have the window. Do you care? Do you, do you speak English? Okay, thank you. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 590 for the weekend of February 25th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson, and we are here mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Joining with me today is Brian. Hey, that's Paddington Bear, but by all means, keep calling him Henry Dunaway. (laughs) Oh, I know it. That made me so sad. Oh, hi, Paddington. This week on Film Sack, we use our very particular set of skills in the not-so-friendly skies of HBO Max's nonstop collection of stuck-on-a-plane movies and face our post-9-11 trust issues by first trusting no one then trusting everyone, and then trusting some of the ones that turn out to be the wrong ones. And we do this for about an hour and 45 minutes until our in-flight exposure therapy session ends with a bang. <laughs> no, with the bomb, not our window seat therapist. Anywho, stewardess, <laughs> what is this? I ordered a gin and tonic with a stir shaped like a dirty toothbrush so I can stick it in there and swish it about. Because apparently that is something people do. 
But this, this is a bottle of water. So I hope you got more than a grab bag full of nuts and that smock. Because I'm not a good pasture. I'm not a good man. I'm not hijacking this plane. I'm trying to save it. Also, I found a bag of Coke in the air turlet. Yeah, I sniffed and tasted it. <laughs> you know, just in case a giant bag of white powder is really just a share size bag of fun dip. Score! Nancy. I mean, Randy. You naughty boy. Take us down to 8,000 feet so we can wrestle about the cabin. <laughs> turlet. 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 The plane Your turlet. turlet. That's amazing. All right, nicely done. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a bag? Of, have you ever seen a bag of cocaine in a movie where somebody didn't stick their freaking fingers always. in and sniff they it and to, taste? And they taste. They always have to. They have to. Because that is cocaine. Because how do you know? Mm. You don't know. I, I mean, I assume if I needed to know, I'd have to taste it, right? And do they get a? Do they get training on? Oh, here. By the way, here's what cocaine tastes like. <laughs> we we could talk about this during the body no. of the show. No, oh, yeah, let's do yeah. it. I like oh. it. All right. Well, did, oh, Professor Randy over here. <laughs> uh, also, speaking of which, Randy. Andy, don't panic. The cockpit, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Good morning. This is your captain speaking. We have incredibly, unbelievably clear-sounding PA on this plane. In addition to all of the amazing facilities you've probably noticed by now, such as restrooms the size of a small office and galley areas where unattended bottles of booze stay magically glued to the counters, because we're in an airplane, you can expect some really exciting and scary action to go down over the next couple of hours, replete with passengers screaming and demanding normalcy. While I can't give you that, I can guarantee we'll mostly all survive, as long as three conditions are present. Number one, we need a hero to try to save us. That person must not know who the bad guys are for as long as possible. Number two, we need to have a magical communications network that allows real-time, high-quality comms between the terrorists and our hero. Also, between our hero and his boss back at home, as well as full HD live streaming of news broadcasts from the mainland. Number three, we need literally every passenger to tune their personal television to the exact same live news broadcast. <laughs> yes, that means you too, little girl. I said, tune into the magical live news broadcast. I will come back there and take your safety ribbon away. <clears throat> I'm choking. I'm dead now. You're Got going it. to have to smell my corpse for the rest of the flight. <laughs> oh, that poor dead guy in the, mm -hmm. the turlet. Oh, poor Captain Pike in the turlet. That's right. I can't believe that was Anson Mount. I know, yeah, right? Yeah. What, what a weird little role. Uh, all right. Finally with us, Brian, nothing more normal than a huge six foot four man slowly waking up and, or sorry, walking up <laughs> and down the aisle texting somebody, Ibit. So true. All right. Well, we've seen Liam Neeson rock a plane. And we've also seen him in another movie, Rocket Train, but uh, can he also rock a yacht? Oh my lord. Let's go. I love it. Hello, Bill. It's been a while. <laughs> 20 minutes, more or less. <laughs> I know you don't know who this is, but it's really quite fun to watch you guess. I could be the guy you met in the security line Or the woman to your right Everyone you met as you walked through the airport All strangely ended up on the same flight <laughs> I'm not sitting in 11B And I'm not <laughs> hiding in first class 
Because until you give me the cash I want, I'm really gonna F with your ass. I just want 150 mil. I almost went to Octopi. Not a penny less. Who are people going to believe? Me or someone with whiskey toothbrush breath. I might be the cop that looks like Modoc. And mm-hmm. I might be Paddington Bear. <laughs> but there's a big bomb hidden somewhere aboard. But at least you're not flying fresh air. Good <laughs> <laughs> callback. Callback call to last week. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, well done. Thank well you. done. I was, I was loved God, these. how long did you spend on that thing? <laughs> Christ. 12 minutes. 12 whole minutes. <laughs> T- yeah. Tina's looking like, come on, man. Yeah. He's like, come on, where do we have? Where, I can't, I can't be married to this anymore. She says. <laughs> Yesterday, when I was uh, when I was starting to rehearsing. write, uh, rehearsing, I was writing it in the car. Um, I was actually able to hit the, uh, you know, hello, Bill. It's been a while. Do it up like one octave higher this yeah, morning yeah. for for some reason, which I won't go into. Oh. I only I have to stay in a lower register. <laughs> oh, you got. You know what you need. More practice time. Yeah, you just got to understand. Just more, more rehearsal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's don't it. don't worry that's about it. it. Uh, that's why we only get these every couple of weeks, is because you know he needs time. It's fine. Any yeah. time. My voice needs to. It's my instrument, and it needs to recover. Yeah. Well, yeah. let it recover as Scott Fletcher's drippy words wash over you as he explains the movie we watched this week. Nonstop. An air marshal springs into action during a transatlantic flight after receiving a series of text messages demanding $150 million into an offshore account. Or someone will die every 20 minutes. And they, li- this, I'm going to get this trivia out right away. No. The movie is exactly 100 minutes long, minus the credits, uh, like to the second. And oh, really? Okay. people die exactly at the 20 minute marks. So oh. I was curious oh, really? about that. Yeah. I was curious because it kind of felt like it, mm-hmm. and I was curious, but I was too distracted by the fact I'm like, oh, that first time he was supposed to set his watch, he could talk for a good two minutes before he set his watch. I'm like, yes, does that affect exactly. everything else? <laughs> looked around, walked down the the way, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that how made does, me you know, How does the bad guy know when he sets his watch? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's obviously watching him, but still, well, like, come well, on. Also, that plane was gigantic. It's an international plane with a whole business oh, yeah. area and a whole first class area and a regular mm-hmm. coach area and. I felt like he had – it shouldn't have been possible to have eyes on him as much as they had eyes on him if it was just those right. two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whatever. Really this movie's full of uh, interesting ideas. I got to say, though, I really enjoyed this, like, a lot, way oh, more than I thought. Totally. Yeah. It's the kind of movie yeah. I don't think I want to see twice, um, but the the ride was great, and the last uh, – even though there's a really formulaic end to this movie that just sort mm-hmm. of does everything by the numbers in the last 10 minutes – I feel right. like most of it was really taut and tension filled and really like interesting. And I think the acting's really good. I think there's a lot of really interesting twists and turns and stuff I didn't see coming. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. It gave me anxiety though. It gave me like airplane anxiety. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's what you want. Yeah. More than so, the last one. The last one did a little. Uh, the red eye. This this was way more. I thought way yeah, more. Yeah, this intense. one. This one told you what the movie was going to be like. This one described what the movie was like. It's nonstop action, baby. <laughs> yeah, the I, last yeah, one was red eye. Yeah. yeah. And I think. I think like if if for some reason you haven't seen either of these movies, uh, don't watch red eye. Like watch nonstop. Oh, yeah. 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 Watch, watch them both. Watch red eye. Yeah. My watch problem them both. is I've seen twenty of these movies in my life, and uh, like I wish I hadn't. Saved this for last. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, I would have enjoyed it a lot more if I wasn't so over, well, you know, diehard in a plane. 
and you still and you start seeing all of the the repetitive elements like oh we've got another precocious girl on board it's her first time flying and she's nervous mm-hmm. and so he's got to kind of take her under his wing as well and then you've got the the question well you have to have a fight in the bathroom uh, it's just required and something has to be done to the poor poor mirror yeah. Yes. Oh. yeah. Oh, the and the lady's got a scar on her chest. I'm like, I, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, have, right. Have, that's right. Another, yeah. Very immediate question for you guys. I've heard you guys mention Ben Wishaw twice now already. What, what was, why, 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 why are we bringing up the we, voice of Paddington? We did we? I'm, all we brought up. Oh, Ben. Because he saw no, the no, no. bear. At the yeah, no. That, that has nothing to do with Ben Wishaw. It's the Ben. It's the it's the bear at the beginning of the movie. They the give the drops. little girl, and she's and she or the girl brings it on. She says, "Does it have a name?" And she says, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I call him Henry." Yeah. And, and Henry, my immediate yeah. thought was, "That's a Paddington bear. Why are they calling and him Henry?" It's God's like I, that's that's my name. I have that name. I own that name. You can't use I, that. Use Paddington. I didn't, yeah. it's I didn't right even, there. Okay, I didn't even look at the bear. I was so busy paying attention to these two adults who are crouching close to this child. I'm like, would you? Back away from this child is so creepy. Especially with your and, toothbrush booze mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's right. He lack of disregard for personal space. <laughs> yes, that that was my concern. That I didn't even notice that she had a bear. That's right. I yeah. forgot. I forgot he gave her the bear, and she didn't come with it. But yeah. um, I felt like she was in way more peril than the last, you know, young girl on oh, her own on sure. her first plane ride. I, I yeah. I, I thought about her a lot. I was like, oh shit. I mean, yeah, the she... red eye red eye girl actually helped out by kicking she a. Did. a suitcase into slow down uh yeah Murphy, she was but. like trying she was like the voice of reason it's like there's two people in the bath hey is nobody seeing this yeah there's two mm, people mm. in the bathroom and they're fighting and wrestling Can, she was uh, she no. was weirdly heroic whereas this one this yeah. felt more realistic and the peril felt real yeah, and the whole surrogate. time i was just like oh my gosh dude this is awful she shouldn't yeah, have the to surrogate see daughter to make to remind uh liam neeson's character that you know uh, he he used to be a good man, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Well, mm-hmm. it's back when he had a special set of skills. His daughter was under yeah. the bed. This now is, they're going to take like you. five years yeah. after the Taken formula, where Liam Neeson turned into Taken and everything. Randy said it was Taken. Uh, it was almost Taken on a plane, but it was kind of die hard on a plane. I don't know. It was it was kind of unique. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. <laughs> no, no, not unique at all. That's the thing. Like you have to enjoy this in spite of the fact. That there is nothing new here. <laughs> like right. it, this is a, a like we reordered mm. some of the tropes, but it is really, this, really like a lot of movies that have come before it. Well, it is okay. So it it sits on its laurels on some parts of the movie, but in other parts, it explores something that's kind of new for us to explore, which is uh, our trust issues in this country. So it had it had an opportunity to talk a little bit about that. So even though some of the characters are tropey, it's like they put a bunch of things from other movies and mixed them in. But I don't feel like it's all just another plane movie. I yeah, felt like it had it, a lot. It had a lot of those too. things. You're right. There's some of those things are there, those fundamentals. But the thing that was different here was him being framed so hardcore mm-hmm. to the point yeah. that even he's starting to go, what the frick? How, am I actually doing this? Like, yeah, yeah. like, am I bad? Bank account, and I'd forgotten. Yeah, it was like they should have called this. They should have called this the gaslighting on a plane. The gaslighting oh, on a gaslighting. plane or something. Because yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was they were. I mean, he was being gaslit like heart most hardcore I've ever seen, and that really resonated with me as something fresh on the formula. But it's still a formula, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, but a little bit fresh. And by the time he finally convinces everybody that he's not the bad guy. And they all sort of, okay, cool, give me a gun and let this guy, I trust you and all that. That started happening. Then it became very formulaic from them forward, I yeah. thought. But 
prior to that, I don't know. It was a lot of sort of who the hell is this and how are they pulling this off and is it? Because I was convinced, I'll tell you right now, I mean, I don't know if this makes me a dummy or an easy mark, but I was convinced that Julianne Moore was doing this. Oh, absolutely. That's what we were supposed to. We were supposed to. I've seen this movie before and I completely (laughs) forgot who the bad guy was. That's what's good about these kind of movies is we, we have, they never punctuate the fact when someone is not the bad guy. And so they go through like a whole list of, yeah. of people who could potentially be the bad guy. So when you go back and watch it again, you can't remember. It's like like you ever seen Identity? Uh, yeah. That's kind oh, yeah, of it's kind of that Cusack. same. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of the same way. Every time I watch it again, I'm like, wait, what happens again? Right. Because they never right. punctuate the fact that it was uh, you know they were trying to. to yeah, I'd like to. A lot. Yeah, the only person I'm pretty sure it wasn't was the uh, the blonde sitting two seats back from yeah, him. She was <laughs> quite preoccupied. She was, yeah. There was, <laughs> she yeah. was not after. She was not after any money. No. Also, no. also, it couldn't have been the uh, the doctor with the skull cap on. That well, that like, well, you oh, could right. absolute yeah. non-starter. Oh, like, they would have. Right. They would have done that. Him, oh shit, that would have been. It, it, bad. As soon as yeah. I saw that guy, I was like, okay, so these terrorists. What are these terrorists? Oh, they're domestic terrorists. And then I started thinking, yeah. like the whole thing is, is portrayed inside the plane a lot, like Flight ninety three, which was based on a true story, came mm-hmm. eight mm-hmm. years before this movie, and so right. like I couldn't help thinking about. I wonder if this these guys have something to do with nine eleven, mm. and I guess they did. Not really. Like it was a it was a really flimsy well, we definitely, excuse for terrorism, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, we knew yeah. that was going to be. We, I mean, we knew. Like even watching this twenty fourteen, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, because we're finally starting to be able to talk about it a little bit. Two thousand one. Yeah. Talk about it more. Two thousand fourteen. Anyway. Yeah. I feel like I feel like in fourteen in a movie like this, it's what you're you what you're about. trying to do is you're trying to make a point about. Uh, the that we still have some of these. I mean, I'm, I don't want to give this movie too it's much credit. I don't want to give the movie too much credit, but there are issues of trust. But also, like we're oh. still, we still see somebody in a turban or in a something foreign I'm looking. Giving, it looks a little bit Arabic or something, and we all go, "Oh, like that." Still, one hundred percent credit. This is and completely intentional. Uh, to to talk about our trust issues in well, that's uh, what I'm saying. I'm, it deserves that yeah. credit. I'm saying I don't. I'm I'm not here to say it's the most. It's the greatest artistic human achievement of all time. Is all I'm saying. Right. Like it's just. Yeah. There's and a lot also, of this that boils down to hey, we got gun. There's a plane and we got terrorists and they're taking over and oh shit. Like there's a lot. It of also. That. It also kind of assumes you're going to go along for the ride and not ever like. You're not going to ever stop and say, "Hold on a second. You know, like not stop. How could we? <laughs> this guy, this guy, uh, you know, like it's a t- his uh, technique as he is like dealing with a bunch of people on a plane. Uh, our main character's technique is a hundred percent Jack Bauer from Twenty Four. A hundred percent. He is just and and it and it's kind of like the movie is like. Uh, I think the audience has seen 24. <laughs> we, yeah. we all kind of know how that goes. So we're not going to examine that. We're just going to do it. And it's exciting and fun. Maybe mm. <laughs> and we're going to go on, you know, like he's an alcoholic and he's down on his luck. Right. Yeah. We've all seen bad news bears. We don't need, they don't need this movie to really dig into that. <laughs> and right. it doesn't. It's just, well, I think it, it kind of does. Yeah. Well, I, think it, I think we it haven't need, all seen he, it. He needs to be, he needs to be, a little broken for this to work. Like right. he can't be a like boy us. scout. Yeah. But he's not. a reflection. He's a reflection. No, I'm sorry. And he's a reflection of, uh, American society gotcha. as a whole. So us, us as society, not us. The yes. Four of us. Yeah, not the yes, four right, of us right. necessarily. Us as a country, 
our trust issues, <laughs> the royal what us. control, what can, I mean, this is really talking about our control that we have, what control we don't have, yeah. what we've given up. We talk, we have, there's a lot of discussions going on in 2014 when we had a little bit of space and a little bit of perspective that we could talk about what we went through. And this was an artistic expression of that on a plane. Yeah, I guess so. Is, like when they, they're, the thing that hit me was like, everybody hands up and now he's going through all your shit and this is just yeah. part of a TSA rule. Mm-hmm. I was mad because right at because the one time we, at the one hand I'm like he has to do this like there's no other way he's going to find this guy or find whoever's doing this and then stop this right. killing that's next he, he's in a ba- he's in a position where he has to do something like this and on the other hand yeah. I'm like this is some so this is some freaking authoritarian bullshit on this plane <laughs> but don't we we were all still struggling even from that because I we all thought about it after uh, you know after 9/11 we all thought well what would I have done at a certain point, you know, some of the planes, they didn't know what was happening. We found out this later, but some of the planes did find out and what people did was stepped up. Yeah. And that's what they reflected here, too. Yeah. But you always ask yourself, how far would you play along, even if it's the government or the terrorist? How long do you play along before you do that? And I, like I said, I think they took they they had something expressed. I don't know which came first, if the idea came first or the, you know, the the passion came first to, to have this discussion. Mm. I liked. I would like to think that his passion came first, and he was like, "This would be a perfect place to put it on, put it in a plane yeah. where you're like surrounded by people who are different races, creeds. Can you trust anybody? I feel the same way when I get on a plane. No, That's plane's a great place for things. this. Plane's a great place for this. It's a great mm-hmm. mixing yeah. pot where you all are crammed into a tube and put at thirty thousand feet, yeah. and there's nowhere to go. And you got but this movie. Yeah, but this movie knows it's not important. It also knows that it's like they. I felt like they wanted to create something that was saying something important, but they knew that this movie's not important, and so they only went so far. They remembered to keep constantly keep in mind that this is an action movie first. So one of the things I, I wanted that. to point out is just how full of MCU actors we this movie is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got and and DCU actors and DCU too. actors as well. But uh, Anson Mount even is uh, who who is he in the? Um, He's Black Bolt. Black Bolt. Yeah. <laughs> It's br- it's brief and kind of dumb, but it's you know still there. Well, it's brief. It's brief in the movie uh, Multiverse of Madness, but don't forget the Inhumans had an entire series on yeah. it. They had a, they had wait, a wait, season. What right? did they? Yeah, right. Yeah. They had a whole season. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the way people should think about it. But uh, you got uh, I don't I, as much as I love uh, Corey Stoll as kind of a slimy bastard. Um, you know, but he, what? No, wait. So hold on. Describe describe the character because I I don't think slimy bastard really fits. No, I don't mean in this. I'm He's saying in, in this, I'm saying yeah. in in his MCU role. Um, in this, I think he's actually cool. Just a bad guy in Ant Man. Yeah, he's just a butthole in Ant Man. He's he's well. Is it a spoiler now? It's still in theaters. We shouldn't mention Captain what else Butthole. Is. I don't know. I mean, we have, people know. <laughs> based on the trailer, he's that, he's uh, in the movie. I mean, if that's what you're saying. Well, he doesn't yeah. take a turn, Ant- right? Ant-Man was like eight years ago. No, no, no. The and new original. Ant-Man. Okay, well, it apparently will be a spoiler to say anything more than... Oh, yeah. Okay. If Randy if Randy is thinking that's what we're talking about, then it is a spoiler because yeah. you don't know but, what happened I mean, in Multiverse, or not Multiverse, in Quantumania. The new one. That's a okay, whole new... Yeah. If, you've read, if you've read some comic books that include that character, <laughs> you nope. know... Nope. Okay. <laughs> it's not anywhere near where you think it's going. I can <laughs> promise you that. In fact, you're going to see it. Too much. Let's move on. You're going to see it, and you're going to leave a little skitty in your pants because you're going to be like, "Wait a minute, (laughs) it's nothing like what I thought." Anyway, Lupita Nyong is in this. She's great, and she was in uh, all your uh, uh, your, uh, your, Wakanda Wakanda business. Yeah, and then I was trying to think of 
Michelle Dockery's done anything? She should. She's great. I love um, her. I don't know if Michelle Dockery's done anything. Now, Scoot McNary's crossed both sides. Yeah. He was in uh, uh, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, but he was also not in a MCU film, but he was in one of the bonus uh, the one that was on Iron Man, the one that came with Iron Man Two, the whole thing with the um, the Mandarin and Trevor Slattery. Oh, and really? It was, I didn't know yeah, that. It was Ben Kingsley uh, uh, as Trevor goes to jail, and um, but he becomes kind of the king of jail, and Scoot McNary is okay. a, a character he hangs out with in jail. I love Scoot McNary. I watch anything he's ever in. He's one of my favorite character yeah. actors. He he looks different in everything he plays. God. Yeah, he does. It's crazy. If you've not seen, Brian, I love that I bring this up. If you haven't seen uh, uh, Fargo season three, you should. He's very good in that. <laughs> All roads lead to Fargo. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't seen Halton Catch Fire, that's where oh. I first remember seeing Scoot McNary and saying, oh my God, this guy's great. Yeah. Man, what a. And he is a royal piece buried. of shit in 12 Years a Slave. Just a gigantic, oh, yeah. Yeah. horrible man in that. Uh, well, well done. And I'm just curious if his real name is Scott, and then the people called him Scooter, and then he just decided to shorten Scooter to Scoot. That's yeah. my that's my guess. I don't know, but that's my guess. Yeah, I would love to know that. That's interesting. In in this movie, um, you need uh the the characters, the b- different people that you're looking at, and like you spend the whole movie considering who who are the bad guys here, who are the who are gonna turn out to be the good guys, and so forth, and like who's lying. You need them to all look different. And initially yeah. they do. Initially you see Anson Mount and he's got long straight hair. Why does Anson Mount always have to have weird hair? Why? But then like you see this guy who claims to be a New York NYPD cop and he is, but like you see him and he's, he looks guilty and you, yeah, no, and, you, and you fix what he looks like in your mind. And it's really cool how they went to great lengths to make you understand the differences between the people by just like looking at them just in a glance mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but then it's a plane it's got 200 people so like you can't differentiate enough in, in in my opinion like at some point they start to all run together yeah yeah that's, that's fair He's um, just i'm gonna co- come back really quickly to scoot mcnary because scott posted this in here so yeah his real name is john marcus mcnary so scoot not even it's not even a play on his name he got that name this is from an interview because he liked to scoot around on his butt uh, as, uh, at, when he was about two years old are you kidding that's his, great his mom did this then that's amazing yeah. that's amazing oh. <laughs> that's so good and now that name is up in giant letters on movie it screens is. that's incredible i mean so he's the only scoot right like you can't yeah. think of another yeah, yeah. scoot so and wherever so you hear it you're just so happy than, scoot yeah I can't think of him. I can't think of a performance that I didn't. I wasn't enthralled by with him, and I thought he was really great in this. Yeah. Very subtle in this. Wait till you see his scoot performance. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but Boy, I, can he scoot across the floor? The one thing that um, the one thing that I always wonder though is, or that I thought about during this movie is, it did feel like your secondary cast, as amazing and as deep as it is, they yeah. seemed a little. Like they didn't get the stage they unused. deserved, a little unused. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, was part of the, that was part of the distraction, though, right? It's like, oh well, Julianne Moore's here; she's got to be doing something. Mm-hmm. And that's a, and that's the thing. Like again, two hundred people, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like yes, Lupita Nyong'o got not enough lines, not but nearly. Yeah. Like what? What are you gonna have yet another? Uh, you know, cabin steward do. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we we already yeah. have one. <laughs> they even so, add more. They had some red shirt ones that were never said yeah. anything that were like two or three other people in the outfits walking around mm-hmm. with them, but they were the only two we ever got anything out of. So, yeah. yeah. 
Liz, really, was I, it Liz, the network uh, administrator, as well as the, uh, is that right? I think it was right. Because he told one of them, like, go turn on the network, turn it off. I'm like, yeah, but she just do her job. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Network right. engineer. Was, we were so concerned with the network. Play the network. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because they were using that kid's stupid phone footage for um to to add to the story that this was, you know. Uh, yeah, that was, was that when we first really... Was that when the boom started? When when it, you know everybody was a roving reporter? Is that oh, that was before that. I mean, twenty fourteen is not ancient history. That was. That, well, I mean, mean two thousand six was when YouTube first arrived, and we started getting more live stuff. But yeah, but twenty fourteen, we're all we got iPhone sixes and sevens, and you know we're we're moving on. Right, but were we filming everything? We were still, or were we were just still doing selfies. Kind uh, of, but I'm I'm say, I'm, yeah. ta- I'm talking about the plane and its connection to the internet. It is nine years later than the making of this movie, and I dare you today to spend any amount of money to get on the best flight possible, international and flight, use that. the internet while you're over the Atlantic. <laughs> I yeah. dare you use the internet successfully. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. Much good enough for for doing Wordle, <laughs> and that's pretty <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. about that's about all that. Uh, yeah, you're right. The man was getting really local sucks. news feeds from New York or wherever it was coming from. No, no, I know some of that's like satellite. So I don't know if planes. Yeah. I assume planes in 2014 had that. Yeah, that's a pretty nice plane. Southwest flight, and they've got the built-in, you know, the TV that comes with your purchase that you're that you know you don't have to pay extra for. You're watching live news TV and live sports. Yeah, I think those are all satellites. So satellite stuff, right? Yeah, it can adjust. So they were. But the internet's bad. It. Internet is bad up there. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There's no getting around okay, that. But, but there's a trope here that I love so much. And that is when some, when some terrorism's going down, the, the news, the international news has useful information within minutes. Mm. And it only happens in movies. Mm. In real life, you know, like, oh, some terrorism happened eight hours ago. We have some sketchy information and we're not going to tell you much. In, uh, in was, movies, though, I feel like that's there's less a news reporter yeah. naming names within mm-hmm. minutes. You're not wrong, yeah. but you're yeah. not wrong about the speed because it's a movie and it's compressed. But I would argue we blab a whole lot of shit about things we don't know yet in the news now until we have. Yeah. And then the details start coming out. So they're always like 38 million people have guns in a mall right now in Texas. More as we know it. It's like, oh, it was one guy. And that's and that's kind of being pushed, right? Let's say that's what I was trying to figure out where technology was at this point. Twenty fourteen, would this person have been filming stuff, then posting it directly to YouTube? If that gets it hits the internet, you know, and it blows up on some place like Twitter, the news, it, you know, news networks and stuff have got to keep up with Twitter, so they're going to immediately they're going to jump onto the bandwagon. It's like, you know, got to try to compete. So I don't. I'm trying. I was trying to remember twenty fourteen and how fast that kind of stuff was. Oh, happening. it's not that different from today. We're we're on the top right. of a curve right now. This isn't that different. I mean, right? Twenty fourteen was less than 10 years ago sure but like years after 2014 a man in new zealand live streamed himself uh going into a mosque and killing people yeah we Mm. all saw that mm, four to eight hours after it happened it just wasn't there's just not a (laughs) a mechanism for a large number of people especially people back on site (laughs) in a plane yeah but i wonder i wonder if it's it's because like okay let's just do the scenario if there was some plane a big giant international plane that takes six hours apparently that's what that's her time frame right right that was weird by the way that felt too short but anyway um, let's just say let's just say that's happening and there's knowledge of a a bomb on the plane um a possible takeover of the plane and there's this you know all this information that the captain has and he has been radioing this ahead uh because he's got to talk to the ground and you know let him know what's going on they're now considered a major threat 
Um, I mean, and this is, and I'm talking states. This all happens in Europe in the movie. Um, right. They're, in, they're actually like right. what over Greenland is. So from New York to Greenland, Iceland, right? that, I think Iceland, Iceland, yeah. Iceland sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they, but they were supposed to go to London, right? That's where they were headed. Right. That's, right. that was their final destination. So those planes were, were British air fighters, uh, that were on the right. sides. And so my, th- I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm just trying to think if that happened today, would, would a basically floating giant bomb in the form of a plane, like those dumb balloons we had here recently, <laughs> would that garner a, a bunch of massive coverage right away and therefore a bunch of speculation and then, okay, well, who's on that plane? And, and you know, I don't know. I feel like it's, po- it's pro- not probable, but possible. But in a movie, yeah, you also have to, com- right? you have to compress the timeline in a movie to make it work. And I think that's all sure. they were doing. Right. Here. And I'm plausible. not arguing that it's not entertaining. It, it is very entertaining. I just, I had a hard time going with it. You know, mm-hmm. it was yeah. just like, oh, all these people watching the exact same thing on the seat back. <laughs> like, are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. It it worked for me as a as a it's definitely a device a plot device right like there's no way that totally would right. work that way but there were enough people you know what got me it was the sheer amount of human beings in that plane yeah and them and having people. it like for the first time one of these movies that had all the room meaning the big middle row or the mm-hmm. big middle column and the two side columns that functioned as uh, differently for me in this movie because instead of feeling claustrophobic it felt catastrophic. It's like, yeah, look at all these freaking people. And he's oh, got to right. figure out what to do in here. And the only other air marshal is dead in the bathroom. <laughs> because air marshal A killed air marshal B. No. Right. And by the way, they got, but I will say this about this movie is as opposed to the last week's uh, or any of our previous films that have been dealt with airplanes, they got that bathroom stuff, right? That's a tiny ass space. And yeah. those two are yeah. barely it's fitting still- in there. It still felt a little big, like yeah. oh, huge. absolutely huge. It felt like it felt like a cavernous yeah. size. Can you imagine? I can't even. I can barely turn around in an airplane path. Now, admittedly, I was reading into the trivia. Admittedly, this is a fictional aircraft, right? There, right. That the, like this is sort of like a Boeing seven sixty seven, sort of, mm-hmm. but obviously it's it's extended uh, in every. Right possible direction yeah. it's, it's got more overhead height it's got you know more width and and so on and so on and so on it was just it's just humorous to me that you're in you're in a bathroom with another dude and a briefcase what what well, li- listen to and this a briefcase listen to this little bit of trivia it says the set for the plane was built slightly larger than a standard commercial airliner to accommodate neeson's six foot four height for filming yeah, yeah. because in the in a standard plane even the biggest he, he can't he has to hunch over yeah yeah he's ducking wow. the whole time that's so what i expected too. so as a guy who was that height i appreciate them going through the trouble <laughs> of doing this and i wish real planes had that kind of headroom that'd be great yeah because yeah. oh, i am man, ducking I everywhere those- the size of those freaking first class seats. Jeez, with those oh, they look like big comfy recliners yeah, and you know, this room. We right had, up until you something. find out that the plane is was not constructed properly and just rips apart and the well, seats fly out. That's true, <laughs> I guess. That's crazy. Well, sure. But those those were we had basically those for our business class to China. Oh wow. and I remember thinking is this how? Because at the time I'd never done business or first class anywhere else, and so I th- yeah. I just assumed, yeah. oh, this is this must be what it's like on a plane if I took it from New York to California. No, 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 no. They they that stuff is bullshit compared to the international flights. That stuff's awesome. Yeah. I I did love. First of all, I love the co-pilot. He was fantastic. And <laughs> yeah. when when he did the dive, that was so good. I really liked the dive scene. That was I enjoyed. So I enjoyed everything awesome. about that guy. He was a dick. Yeah. But he was kind of like, just, I got to get this done. He's naughty. 
<laughs> him and Nancy, him and Nancy were getting it with yeah. the eyes. Yeah. 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 That was pretty crazy. I, but then we were supposed to we were supposed to suspect him for a little bit there. Yeah, Nancy. Oh, we were everyone. supposed to suspect Nancy and uh, and him. Yeah. Uh, was it Jason? What was it? Jason Butler? Is that who it was? Is that was the other guy? I don't know his name. As as was... the movie starts, the only person you can rule out is the little girl. Like everyone's a suspect. <laughs> Wouldn't that <laughs> be true? She stands up, <laughs> and everyone gotcha. is everyone is so put together. That's another thing. No one has a big breakdown and just curls up and cries. You know, like you might be able to rule them out if they acted like normal people would and right. curled up and cried. Yeah, or would that <laughs> no. make them more suspicious, like, though? Is the thing. Right, right. right. Everybody. Like, uh, uh, I didn't like finding out in the end who the bad guys are and then looking back and going, wow, they were really good actors yeah. as actors. You know what I mean? Like they were really like yeah. pretending that mm-hmm. they were innocent yeah. all along. Like, yeah. Way good amazing yeah they were pretty good at it i don't i don't know like i i think i liked the twist i think i was i think i just liked not knowing until i knew mm-hmm. and yeah, then once and i the knew secondary yeah. twist of oh it's this guy not only him oh but it's an it's two guys okay it's, the, it's yeah. the guy who who has some sort of ancient mystical knowledge about how to program a, a device to communicate with another device and make right. it make a sound. Yeah. It was, I loved how they just were like, lingo, lingo. Can you do it? No. Right. Yes. Right. Maybe 20 minutes faster. <laughs> right. Eight. Right. Like I, that, that's one of, of my favorite I'm, tropes ever. I'm one of the terrorists. My laptop. Yeah. Right. Okay. So in 2014, that, we're in the, we are in the realm of like high resolution smartphones. What is Liam Neeson using? What is this sideways typer bullshit thing he's using? What is that thing? 2014. Air Marshall. Issued. It the must US be. Justice Department is still running devices from 2007. Right, here. that dude's totally an air marshal. Look at that phone. Because it looked like yeah. one of those old. Uh, I forgot those are called the companion. Companion, like the, like a BlackBerry kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. BlackBerryish. But there was there were there were slide there were slide up. phones. Yeah, the little right. slide yeah, the, phones, and there was one they were marketing to teens for a while that I never remember the name of. It may have been. Oh. Uh, like a, I think I had one of these about that time, though. That's about the time I had the little slide phone. Really? Right before I got into the, yeah. But before Man, I got, you're a, right you're a geezer phone user. You had so well, I don't think I got into, I didn't get into the market until like the iPhone 6. So up until that point, I think I was using a slide phone right before then. Oh, man. Well, that yeah, would have been was, about this time. That would have been the this 6th. Was the yeah. year, this was the year. Five or six. This was made in the year of the iPhone 5. Oh, okay. Yeah, which, that's which say, yeah. is pretty modern you know like it's pretty advanced yeah still small but advanced yeah for sure i mean other people on the phone had smartphones they're on the plane i mean other people on the phone. yeah they were taking video yeah yeah they had fancy video on his samsung whatever the hell that was but um i don't know i just thought man the government gives you a shit phone there liam (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's a piece of crap nobody wants that damn thing well, uh, they also can't keep up with modern technology because things have to be tested for uh, to make sure they're not. No, that's uh, true. That's vulnerable, true. Yeah. isn't that? That's why you still have like Windows XP machines and exactly. Yeah. Yes, we know. We know Windows NT is secure, so that's what we're going to run for next the time being. Yeah, wasn't the thing? Well, something failed recently, and everybody was all shocked that they were still running DOS. I was uh, Southwest, uh, Airlines. Southwest. Yeah, Southwest oh, Airlines. Oddly enough, yeah. <laughs> And it's, it always surprises me, though. You'll hear about something like that and go, oh, okay. The last secure thing you've had is a, a version of Unix that came out in the late 60s. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess do right. what you got to do. But I also understand it, I suppose. Um, here's some other fun trivia. And I, here, I, I got scrutiny about this one because I don't know if it's true. But here's a scrutiny I want to be true. Okay. 
Normally I'm skeptical and like, ah, whatever, this is dumb. But I want this to be true. Scrutiny. Says here, Julianne Moore is a huge fan of Downton Abbey. Maybe. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. okay. Uh, I have no problem believing that whatsoever. Did that come up, did, did that that come up the well, there, There's more. There's more to it. <laughs> okay. says, oh, darn. Okay. Since Michelle Dockery pr- portrays the main character of Downton Abbey and portrays Nancy in this film, Julianne would ask Dockery oh. for possible spoilers and okay. secrets for the show. Yeah, I hope that, that that's true because it sounds cute and kind of wholesome. It's it totally does. How is like it? they're just sitting yeah. there having coffee in the, the by the craft services table. Yeah. And uh, like, yes. so what could you tell me about the new season of... <laughs> I'm not allowed to say how that's trivia for the movie, though. I know, right? That's what I'm saying. It's maybe it belongs on Julianne Moore's page or something. I don't know. They're both there. The context is the movie. It's a fancy way way of saying Julianne Moore and Michelle Dockery have something in common in terms of what they like. Yeah. And they're both in this movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they, but she doesn't just like it. Michelle Dockery. During the right. press junket for nonstop, Julianne Moore went on Jimmy Fallon and he's yeah. like, so what's it? Did you enjoy making the film? And she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I get to work with Michelle Dockery. I'm a huge fan of mm-hmm. of Downton Abbey. I was even hitting her up for spoilers. Yeah. Blah, yeah. Blah, and then blah, blah. Somebody said, that's trivia. I'm going to add it to the IMDb page. <laughs> you rushed exactly. to the IMDb page and added it. Yep. It's my duty. You're yeah. probably right about that. Off to IMDb now. Um, I like this. So this is great. I love this one. The two main female crew cabin members, portrayed by uh, Lupita Nyong'o and Michelle Dockery, as we mentioned, mm-hmm. share the same on-screen, na- on-screen names as Jacqueline Bissett and Karen Black's flight attendant characters from Airport 1970 oh. and Airport 1975, which came out in 74. That's not coincidence. Dwayne no. and Nancy. Those are the same. They use the same <laughs> yeah. names. I love yeah, it. It's not a coincidence. I yeah. like it. You know what? I like that better than the the Wilhelm scream. Stop using that. Yeah. yeah. And just yeah. call everyone Gwen and Nancy once in your movie. Do that. Yeah. yeah See, Gwen this is why Nancy. it's important because I don't remember much about that movie, but the maker of this movie obviously remembered something about it. It's mm-hmm. important right. to retell some stories. I think sometime there is okay to retell stories. Yeah. Even if you've already seen it personally. Yeah. Okay. How do you like yeah. this one then? This one's my favorite also. Second favorite. Okay. Right. Liam Neeson's character name in this film is Bill Marks in Taken. 2008, Taken it 2, was Mark's 2012, Bill. and Taken 3, all three <laughs> Takens. His name is Brian Mills. Both share the initials oh. BM. He's a BM. I think that's a bunch of BM. He's, he's, yeah. he only play BM. Yeah, BM only. That's his rule. I don't yeah, know. And then there was a movie where he was a Bill cop Box. with a counterfeit ring, and he was looking for marked bills. Oh, Mark bills. shit. Whoa. That's an MB. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Bill Marks, marked bills. <laughs> My my favorite bit of trivia, because people love to make connections between people in movies and then put it in the trivia. Yeah. Yeah. And by far my favorite one is that Liam Neeson is obviously in this movie. The main captain of the flight is played by Linus Rocha. Linus Rocha was in Batman Begins as Batman's dad. Oh. <laughs> and so was Liam Neeson oh, wow. as Ra's al Ghul, yeah. right? Yeah. Weird. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> like what? What? Okay, weird. That's very, very, and they both, very trivial. And he and then Liam Neeson's character died. Quote quotes died in the train in Gotham, which is yep. which rhymes um, with plane. Um, oh man, um, does it? <laughs> um, no, I, I knew that guy looked familiar. I couldn't place it though. Is he a British actor? Because he had a British uh, accent. I don't Linus know he, Rocha. I like that. He I like this. Rocha. 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 I mean, he was in the Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really know this guy. Yeah, I don't know him really either. 
How about uh, Frank? How about my favorite actor name in the whole thing? He played Charles Wheeler, but his name is Frank Deal, and he was the guy that got <laughs> um, uh, got the poison later and died in the kitchen. Yeah, um, yeah he's a totally oh, innocent yeah. guy that Jack Bauer uh, roughs up and and uh, you know attacks like freaking Jack Bauer in this movie. <laughs> he, he really uh, assaults this dude. Yeah, <laughs> Frank but, Deal. But tell me, you don't love the name Frank Deal. That's, awesome. that's a good awesome. name. Yeah, it's, it's a Frank a Deal. Yeah, it's Almost a Frank Deal. Marks. He was really Nancy. good in The Outsider. I really liked him in uh, Your Honor. He's good in, I guess he's in Manifest, but I haven't seen that. Anyway. It's funny that uh, for his IMDb photo, he has to use a Getty Images photo of himself. Can't can he get that for free since it's him? Yeah. And take the watermark off of it? Can't right. he Getty it from somewhere yeah. else? <laughs> hey, we haven't even brought up uh, favorite character actor, uh, Shea Wiggum. Oh, shit. Yeah, it didn't even hit me until, like, movie's almost over, and I went, oh, he's the voice of the guy back at the office. Yeah, and that's because I think you only hear his voice until then, right? really close-up shot when they actually do reveal him. Yeah, Yeah, they do show him. Why do they like his nose so much? Like, we're really in on his nose. I could watch. That is his best feature. I could watch (laughs) Shea Wiggum do anything always ever. He's the greatest ever. I freaking love Shea yeah. Wiggum. So and I was about to say, we need to get him to the into the MCU, and I forgot that he was in uh, Agent Carter, the TV show Agent Carter. Oh, yeah. Well, then yeah. So and, he's, uh, he's, old yeah, he's Old Shield. Yeah. And uh, old anybody show. seen Gaslit? Uh, this no. movie. Uh-uh. No. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's this weird, uh, this weird retelling of the Watergate scandal, and he plays uh, G. Gordon Liddy. Oh, it's a TV movie. deal. It's a series, right? Limited series. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I haven't seen it. Is it good? I, I would like to see it. I, oh, I, I don't know. I, okay. I know that uh, Julia Roberts and Sean Penn uh, did a bunch of like uh, media last year for it, mm-hmm. but I never saw it. Yeah, it's uh, it seems like those it's full of good people. I should probably that's, yeah. that's interesting to me. I just hate the term gaslit reminds me that the last six, seven years have been shitty. And so whenever yeah, I hear so, the term gaslit, yeah. I get annoyed and then I don't want to see it. But it's not the word's fault. <laughs> you know, uh, Shay Shay Wiggum was also in the ninth Fast and the Furious movie, just for no reason. Just he's a guy in there. I think it's the reason is he's awesome and put him in everything. I can't wait. The new season of uh, Perry Mason coming to HBO here soon. Yes, he's yeah. like this great, like little get shit done kind of character in that. I love him in that. God, it feels like it's been forever since season one of Perry Mason, but it's really just been what a year and a half. Yeah, it's not lo- not that long. It just feels long. It just feels long because yeah. yeah, we're used to all right. Every March we're going to get this new show. Every you know September we're I was get so I was show. so worried with us so much uh, cancellations going on over there that that yeah. this was going to get killed because it's just such a small thing. But man, I love it. I'm so glad it's coming back. So yeah, good. If you guys have never seen, uh, let's see where is it here. Uh, if I can find it, dang it! It's a is it the quarry? No, shoot. Anyway, Take your time. Um, I can't remember the name of the thing. It's he's in a movie that I really liked and I want to recommend. And it was about, um, it had Kevin Bacon of, of all people in it. Um, oh shit. I can't find it. It's older. It's the guy, the dude who, uh, and, or, uh, directed the newer Spider-Man movies did it. I cannot find the name of the movie. Anyway, oh. whatever the hell that is, you should watch it. It's good. <laughs> oh, co- is it cop? I think it's just cop. 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 Ah, I can't find it. Anyway, Shea Wiggum, uh, hell of a dude. Totally watch dude. it. Oh, and Take Shelter is very good in that. All right. Anyway, moving on. Um, 
Mile high, for I, you. I wrote here, mile high usually happens in the bathroom, but it happened with those yeah, two yeah, people. Yeah, 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 right in the aisles yeah. back of my seat. Stop yeah. kicking me, man. Yeah, get out of there. Yeah. What are you doing? Put your wiener away. Why was that shot in this? Why was that sequence in this movie? It. I, I spent the whole movie wondering about the couple that were under the blanket. Why Why, why right. were we shown that? I don't know. So I don't know because they sure moved off of it quick. Yeah. Yeah. Just Everything, there's a lot of red herrings in this film yeah i couldn't quite yeah. place it because i was like what's going on here yeah McG- yeah because it was like uh where why is he complaining about staying in london for three days did i miss something why yeah, the, is the only reason for him to do all that complaining on the phone before going right. into the airport was so that we could doubt his uh you know his motivations later right it's exactly. not it's never uh, it paid out no yeah. but, that, guy- but that was you know the guy looks skeevy, like he looked like maybe in a script he maybe had a bigger red herring role to play, but they didn't right. really play it up. It yeah. Felt like he was just sort of there or whatever. Um, I liked how they showed. I can't even remember what he looked like. Uh, you, they only really ever showed her, and then he was always kind of in the shadows. And I kept disheveled looking douche. Yeah, it's like who is that yeah. guy? What's he doing? What's he know? I like how they showed the auto correction when they showed the text up in the. Up I on the did screen. too. I like <laughs> suppose. Yeah. What was some of the other words that was actually going to do work something in? Yeah, it's great. It's, it's a great way to like I don't know. It added to the realism for me. It made the me go believability. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. And this in the spin around when he's uh, when he's getting dizzy and the texts are all popping up and it's mm-hmm. yeah. that was just real and, intense yeah. it's good use, it is good but the, one of the best uses use. of that uh yeah that thing you see everywhere now the text the superimposed text i think it was used really well here mm-hmm. and it underlines that he's a uh, uh, drunk now he's not he's not drunk but he is no, a unalcoholic. He's, mm-hmm. he's not stable, yeah. right? No. And maybe he's got a hangover. And what's going on on this little screen is really worrisome, you know, in his right. situation. Yes. How Does did... anybody anybody oh, have like a favorite uh, high functioning drunk in movies? Like a, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like someone like I. Everybody... I guess every time I think of Columbo, I think of somebody who's drunk. Even yeah. though they don't really say he's drunk, he always feels like he's drunk. Mm. Yeah, that's not that's bad. A good one. That's a good one. Let me uh, think here. I've I mean, never thought about l- this before. Like, I feel like the MCU actually undersold Tony Stark Tony. as oh, a yeah. high functioning drunk. Yeah, well, Disney. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. comic is so uh, high functioning. Yeah, drunk. super high functioning drunk. There's a, a show I recommended a while back called uh, Slow Horses. Um, oh. And it stars Gary Oldman as kind of the leader. Well, the he is. He's oh, kind okay. of a high functioning alcoholic. And. Uh, uh, it's a great show. Absolutely should be watched by everyone. everyone. All but people. he's, uh, yeah, by all people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> people. by all people. people. Uh, you know what else, what else kind of undersells it, at least until Spectre is James Bond. Uh, James mm-hmm. Bond is an alcoholic, like mm-hmm. without a doubt, he drinks every day. Sure. And in until Spectre, you don't really ever get that told as a story. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll give it to, you know what? I just thought of one Robert Shaw and Jaws. How about that? that oh, yeah, that's a good one. And he's yeah, just like, oh, I got to get that damn shark. I'm going to drink 400 gallons of beer first, but then I'll do it. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to yes. drink drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could do the whole cast of Days to Confuse. They're all pretty functioning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Dudley Moore. A, does that count? It's an interesting thing. How, how many movies there are out there where we portray someone as an alcoholic, but then they've got to get something done. Mm hmm. About Robert Hayes in airplane with he has a drinking problem. <laughs> he throws it in his eye or whatever. Yeah, exactly over his shoulder. <laughs> I didn't know. So did you? Okay, I'm, I'm sorry to derail here, but it is 
it is kind of connected in a parallel way. Um, I didn't know this, but all of Airplane, almost shot for shot, is a parody slash remake of an old black and white um, oh. airplane disaster movie. Yeah, I never knew that. that. I just there's a bunch of TikTok thought, videos. Yeah, where that's where I saw it. Back and really? forth. Yeah, that's where I saw this, and it was news to me. And so I started digging around, and I was like, "Sure, I didn't remember the name of the movie, but it, they there are scene for scene, not not joke for joke, obviously, <laughs> right? But they it would be like today if somebody made a parody of I don't know something big today, and you and and then you would immediately recognize it. So there's probably some old ass generation that saw this, saw Airplane in the 80s, and went, "Oh, that's yeah. just like the 1969 thing." Right, I 1957. Saw. It's called Zero Hour. There it is. Yeah, is that crazy? There it is. That is crazy. It's weird. There's YouTube stuff yeah, where you like, can see I it. I thought, oh, just purely based on Airport and Airport 77 and all those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I have to find this thing. Yeah, yeah it's so like zero, shot for zero, shot. Zero Hour is the OG. Does anybody know how to fly this thing? Uh, movie, right? So, like, we're we're talking about a movie made in 2013 that uh, goes all the way back to uh, you know 1957, and in, in some cases, uh, it's it's all right. It's not that great. Mm. It's kind of you know, it's black and white. It's a bunch of people in well, a plane. I'm sure it's like yeah, it's an old 50s movie. I'm sure, but yeah, but they probably... still have like the, what is it, the Rio Bravo stuff that you know, the flashback stuff. I'm guessing, and yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, wait, you've seen this thing to like its entirety? No, I've, no seen, I've seen Zero Hour. You have? Oh, okay. Yes. Interesting. Yes. All it, right. it used to it used to be on. Do you remember in the '90s there were like old movie channels? Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they don't exist anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, they're all. It's all reality show. Like yeah. they've turned their. Uh, oh, listen, let's watch some classic movies. That's even in our name, Turner Classic Movies. Yeah, but yep, yep, yeah, yep. Now we're gonna have uh, <laughs> reality garbage on yeah yeah tnt used to be that and uh yep. tcm back there where day. everything goes to die eventually though they have all these great ideas it's like oh we should make a channel with nothing but music videos it'll be awesome yeah, what should we yeah. do now how about a bunch of reality shows yeah we're really focusing on the history of everything we're really having a great channel here. oh let's just do a bunch of reality shit. A- oh yeah let's do alien oh, uh, bullshit or whatever yeah yeah oh yeah. you know you know what i just remembered in uh in one of the x-men movies um we see logan meeting charles xavier for the first time and <laughs> and charles has been has been drunk non-stop his entire life yeah at that moment like mm. he's been so drunk uh, I, I, I don't know why. I just think that's fun. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, let's see. What else I got here? We talked about Modoc and be. Oh, whoops. Shit. I just did it, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I just gave it away. Modoc. All right. Never mind. <laughs> I, I don't that's know okay, a thing Scott. about Modoc. Stands for uh, uh, mo- Module Overdone Dork Off Kite. That's, that stands right. for. Yes. Uh-huh. That's yeah. exactly right. Nothing yeah. to do with anything else. All right. Everybody forget what you heard here. Um, let's see. I wrote. Oh, I wrote. The, oh, that's that's the word is intense. I wrote this is the most intense film for me in a while on film sack. Like film sack wise, I'm trying to think of the movie that had me gripped for a uh, recent memory, and I can't think of anything like this. This had me that was, on that was, what, white that was quite apparent from your messages while you were watching it. I um <laughs> I like I I always try to track like what really captures Scott, and this I I don't remember the last time. It surprised were, me. Were that it really jazz. surprised me. I had no, I no, I hadn't seen this before, obviously, and I didn't. I just thought we were getting another Liam Neeson Taken ripoff. I just, I don't know what I thought, and it is kind of in some ways, but 
you know, in a way that's his genre now, and it's fine. He I was kind of enjoy this them. time around, right? Yeah, he was his plane. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. He took my plane. Get my plane back. Flight. He was taking a flight. Everyone else had special <laughs> skills, and he had to be taken. Uh, it's uh, like recently on Film Sack, we watched uh, Moonfall, and that should have been this. Yeah, I didn't you know do that it for should me, have though. been this exciting and mm-hmm. nonstop action and so forth. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm curious what the difference is. Like, how do some movies turn out to be so gripping? And then others that have the same kind of excitement, like you're just like, and you just wave them off. I don't know. Direction, writing, concept, like Moonfall had suffered from, I think, a direction problem was Moonfall's problem. I don't know. (laughs) And for some reason, it just felt more sprawling. uh, Moonfall did this, you know, with the confinement always ups the um, the tension ante a bit. Right. So tight Mm -hmm. spaces are helpful to excitement. Yeah, but I would say like, you know, a, a movie like Armageddon closer to what Moonfall is or what Moonfall wanted to be, that still felt more tense than Moonfall. And I don't know, that's also sprawling. So I don't know. I don't know what makes, you know, something like Armageddon work and something like Moonfall not work you know, as well. You know what I was wondering since we also sacked uh, True Lies not too long ago is how this nonstop movie would have worked if there'd been a bunch of comedy in it. Because mm. uh, mm. I think it could have worked. I really do think there could have been, you know. Like they could have made fun of the situation and yeah, had the mo- a Tom the Arnold most type. Sort of yeah. comedy you got was out of Julianne Moore, sort of, kind of. Yeah, kind of, but not Sarcastic really comedy. Yeah, could you have? Could 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 you keep Liam Neeson in a situation like that, or would you have to find somebody <laughs> else to be the lead? Because well, I, I guess he I was don't under- comedic in that uh, Alaska chase. Oh, uh, that was such a weird surprise. That was a, that it. Really that was, was yeah. yeah. What was that called? How snow? Not I'm trying to remember. Not snowplow. One. It was a Welcome different one. To Snowtown. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Snowplow. How does Liam Neeson not ever make a movie with comic? Like uh, he, he's known for this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's yeah. in Taken and Unknown and The Commuter <laughs> and so forth, right? Like sure. How, yeah. I mean, he's also think- Schindler from Schindler's List, and he's you know he's Dark Man, and I I buy as much as it's. He has a two two phased career, right? He's got everything up to Taken and everything after Taken. Yes, and I right. like a lot of what came before Taken, and I'm pl- I'm plenty fine with with what came after Taken. He's just such a. I feel like he holds like a, one of the weirdest places in Hollywood. It's an odd position to to have, right? On the right. one hand, you're in these prestige, the, one of the great prestige films of all time, Schindler's List. Oh, and, I thought you were going to say Star Wars. Well, that too. I mean, oh, see, there's a comedy, Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah that's a, that was a hilarious, hilarious film. Um, he's not happy with how that stuff's going. He was at his, he was offered a chance to be Qui Gon again uh, yeah. in some on Disney, and he turned it all down and said he doesn't like how they're trying to milk those things. They he feels like the stories have been told and they're milking it too much. Right. And I'm like, well, that's I, he's probably right, but also it's it's a like, how much we give Lucas for this? Oh, we're gonna milk it. Yeah, they're gonna we're milk gonna blue, it. We're gonna alien blue milk the shit out of this. Yeah, thing. I'm, it I, is I weird opposed. for him to say that. Who's been you know he's been in five Taken movies, but to say that yeah, about true. something else yeah. is a little weird. I, I, I oppose that opinion. I wish I think Obi Wan Kenobi the TV show would have mm-hmm. benefited greatly from Obi Wan having a little more contact with Qui Gon as a Force ghost. Yeah. I think that w- would have made a lot of sense. And I spent the entire series wishing for a little more of that. I could have gone for that. Sure. Yeah. We do need to get dark man on the 
docket again. I don't know when we're going to see yes. that. Yes, yes, for sure. But we're 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 mistaken if we think we can live our lives as film sackers and not see we're that. We're mistaken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see what you did. Uh, so I do want to see apparently an episode of Inside Amy Schumer where Liam Neeson plays a character named Don Cheadle. Oh my lord! <laughs> really? That's <laughs> I've seen that episode. That's it's really you, funny. Okay. Okay. Right. Interesting. Um, I'd like to point out that Darkman uh, also stars Francis McDormand, and I'm mm-hmm. all in. Yeah. If, oh, if I that ever yeah, goes straight. Yeah. Yeah, and the bad guy's yeah. uh, dude from LA Law that uh, yeah, played Benny. Uh, Benny. Yeah, he's very yeah. good, very evil in there, it. There was a time before. I always Francis- get confused with Frank Langella, too. I don't know why, but yeah. I get confused those two all the time. Weird. Yeah, they look similar. I'll give you that. They look similar. Yeah. Um, here's what do you guys think this is? Gross. What do you think grossed me out? Oh. I think it's like um, toothbrush and the booze. I don't know. It <laughs> grossed me out. It was gross, but that didn't gross me out too much because. I don't know. I have no context. So, for nobody me. puked. There was no puke breath. Uh, no pukes. Was it so, something in the bathroom? It was. Uh, you're you're in the neighborhood. It, I'll, I will say it is in the bathroom. Yes. Yeah. Is it uh, sniffing uh, uh, Liam Neeson's pits as you're getting slowly <laughs> choked out? <laughs> no, so, they were. That was such an intense fight scene. That was, was really like, intense. It was really good. I thought. Yeah. The choreograph yeah. Uh, work on that was was really great. And you could smell it. You could smell that scene so clearly. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. big stinky scene for sure. Um, it, uh, I will tell you, well, you've already mentioned it, so it's kind of a giveaway, but, uh, it's the fingering and tasting of cocaine. It just grosses me out. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Finger yeah. the cocaine. Yeah. Finger the cocaine. Mm, then what taste is this? It. Mm. Mm. I like this one time them to go, Oh, that is fun dip. Oh, mine now. <laughs> mine. <laughs> a whole bag of that stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. Get yeah. a doctor ready on the other end. You'll be diabetic before you land. <laughs> yeah. Does, so somebody needs to write in who maybe works in the, the, uh, justice field and can say oh yeah no we're told what uh, cocaine tastes like so that's why people do that i think with like like this like fentanyl scare and that kind of stuff i i would think that you would definitely not want to you would want to do all of that chemical interaction with with gloves and uh well fentanyl fentanyl in its powder form i think you can uh, there's a lot of myth around what how powerful oh absolutely but with with, with all the precautions though if i was if i was in that field i would definitely go okay we yeah, need we to need stop an expert doing this old school stupid shit where we we're need like an expert. sticking I know. this stuff in our bodies, sniffing cocaine. Bad idea. We have a Bad couple idea. of cops who work in like the drug staff, staff, drug staff. What's it called? Drug the drug staff, the druggy staff. No, yeah. there's a word for this. There's a f- cool word. It sounds cool. We're on the drug squ- squad. squad. Drug squad. I like the drug task squad. Force? Task, force, task force. Drug task force. Yeah. Thank you. I've heard drug squad. Uh, drug squad. It's coming <laughs> to NBC this fall. Anyway, there. He's. I, I know at least one, maybe two that do this. So write in and tell us. We'd love to know the real deal. Can you can you finger and taste drugs anymore? And if you do, how do you know what cocaine even tastes like? Yeah. And then you do about getting really screwed up when you ingest yeah, so it. I was thinking you, it would be a bad idea to sniff it, right? That's just like the thing you're not supposed to do, right? I mean, well, you don't sniff it. Of cocaine. Does this smell like cocaine to you? I mean, cocaine. cocaine <laughs> yeah, it does. Your, Let me get another whiff. Cocaine on yeah. your tongue is going to be way less of a problem than cocaine in your nose because the membranes in your nose are going to immediately yeah. get it in your bloodstream. Yeah. If you eat it, it goes and hits your stomach and goes away. And if you're only talking about a little dab, it's not going to do anything. Yeah. It probably, I wonder if it tingles or something. Like, oh, that's Ooh. fresh. Ooh. Yeah, that's a fresh batch <laughs> of cocaine that's, I just fingered. That's how you know it's working. Yeah, <laughs> they should have had him. They should have had him snort some and then go attack yeah. every passenger. That should have been a, little bit, of, a yeah. little bit of white stuff on the edge of his nostrils. Yeah. Like, oh, he's been snorting cocaine. He should have motorboated it. Just the whole bag. Just <laughs> 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 uh, 
and then went I out couldn't there. understand what the bomb was doing in there. I, I do understand that the suitcase, the, that briefcase, is the trope of uh, Liam Neeson and Anson Mount don't understand each other. I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liam Neeson has him cornered. Anson Mount thinks that he is smuggling some cocaine for some people. Yeah. And that's all. That's, that's all. It. That's all Mount he thinks it is. He was put up. Wasn't he framed by the by the um, where I know he was, but they're the ones that framed money. him. Yeah. They're the ones oh, that yeah. said, hey, gotcha. transport okay. this gotcha. cocaine for us. And he but he didn't know about the other plot. He, he didn't just, know the other thing. Going, I gotcha. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But Liam Neeson then misunderstands even that Liam Neeson thinks that Anson Mount's character is in on the hijacking. Right. And and he never actually uh, has any evidence to prove otherwise, like all the way to the end of the movie, as far as he knows. Right. Anson Mount was uh, one of the terrorists. And well, that's because he the text he well, they got a hold of his phone later and found out that he didn't he was talking he wasn't talking to him so i think right. he knew eventually that it wasn't him right Even yes i'm just saying a little bit too complicated around that character i was like yeah. i i i had to spend too much time thinking it through a yeah. little too complicated I there could have been easy, an easier way to get to that point yes yeah yeah oh my gosh Coverville, you are dead on about Frank Langella and Larry that. Drake. <laughs> great pick. That's a great pick. I love you know when you do a search for uh for you know two two actor names it's always this site the i look like this or likeness.org mm-hmm. or whatever it's called this one i guess is russian it's likeness.ru yeah check it out everyone looks the same in america hollywood <laughs> so these yeah. two this i've never made that connection now i'll never unsee yeah. it that's crazy yeah, yeah. It's perfect. especially their <laughs> mouth my god their, their mouth, mouth is very similar yeah the now yeah. i want to see them kiss deeply <laughs> oh, well, just oh, print that out and fold it in half. What grossed Scott oh, out again? Oh. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Um, all right, let's move on to. Uh, do you want to do some clips? We've. we've uh, yeah. uh, nah, I'm good. Oh, yeah, let's do some okay, clips. Okay, okay, okay. All right, let's all do right. some clips. Here are some clips, and uh, let's start with this one. This is a clip that. Uh, it's, well, it's, a, it's that trope of the first time kid, first time riding a plane kid. Uh, we've done it two weeks in a row, literally. And here we go again. Who's waiting for you in London? My dad. Well, we've a seat by the window all picked out for you. I could listen to Dockery talk and then all day. There's mm-hmm. Julianne Moore in the background going, Bitch, why did she get a window seat? I, I asked for a window seat. Bitch. <laughs> they effed up my flight. I kind of liked this take with her. She's unusual in this. Yeah. 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 Not what I expected from Julianne Moore. Uh, oh, right. I, I thought you yeah. met uh, Lady Mary Crawley here. I uh, I also felt like she was unusual. There was something about her that you couldn't let go of that she might be in on the plot. Mm-hmm. Like she just never yeah. really satisfies, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the idea that she's just a stewardess who's caught up in all this. She's so fantastic in that Godless series. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's so good. So yeah, good. see that if you haven't, if you like Westerns, even if you don't. Brian's not well, even that big of a Western just, fan. I assume it's still it. on Netflix. Yeah, I'm yes, not a big yes, Western forever. fan. And I, yeah. yeah, well, I would have thought that some HBO stuff would have been on forever. <laughs> Final. No, but, but Godless uh, was a Netflix production. Yeah, yeah. No, if it's Netflix so far hasn't hasn't pulled any of this stuff, but I, I'm right. with Brian in that 
Vinyl was an HBO production. It was an, it was an HBO no, original no, no. series. God, Godless. Oh, right, right, right. Vinyl was, right. That's what I'm saying. That got pulled. So, you know, nothing's nothing's permanent. Don't wait. See it while it's, see it while it's there just yeah. in case. Yeah. I used to have this feeling of like, everything's permanent if they produced it. That's not yeah. true anymore. Somebody suggested that it's probably because of all the music licensing and that thing. It's probably oh, an expensive yeah. show to keep. For oh, I didn't think of that. I wonder if that's yeah. partly why, because they do a lot of music in um, Westworld, and I wondered about that cancellation. If oh, they, and not cancellation, maybe. just cancellation, but moving it off the network entirely and putting it on Tubi and other stuff. Right. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Is a, hmm. It seems like a move to try to cover that. Co- I don't know. I don't know. It looks like Michelle Dockery and Scoot McNary started making Godless right after nonstop. Oh, right. Oh, Scoot so McNary's were- in there. Yeah, duh. Yeah, I forgot who was in that. Yeah, he's the Must going, a, he's yeah. the going blind sheriff in there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna watch that again. I love that show. It's so good. <laughs> I really love it. Um, okay, here's the captain saying "Naughty boy." Naughty boy. <laughs> All right, which is really Naughty Batman's dad boy. saying. It, so that's cool. It's a little creepy, yeah. Yeah. Jeez, like what it. Thomas Wayne saying it? Um, let's see. We got. Uh, oh, do we have a situation? Do we have a situation? Yeah, we do. Oh, we got I imagine because so much of this this movie is done with uh, text messages. There's it's tough to get some clips. Right? Yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah. There's a lot of really good acting, and just it's not that kind of movie. But right. no. yeah, we got we got a few. How about this one? It's not him. It's not who. It's not him. It's not who. It's not him. It's not, it's not me. It's where? It's not what? who. Where is, it? where is it? So that's Shay Wiggum. Let me hear that again. It's not him. It's not who. That's Wiggum back there. Weird. It's not who. Yeah. Weird. All right, lots of creepy music takes like this, and I like it. Oh, yeah, you hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's way creepier hearing it like this than I remember it being in the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Like you're hearing voices, like ghost, ghostly voices all wailing. What, oh. you just, what you just played feels like when you're standing in line at Haunted Mansion. Yeah, a little bit, mm. a little bit, a little more jaunty there, but we're waiting, waiting for a churro. That's what I feel like. Mm. Still waiting for it. Uh, let's see. We got Ant Man villain. What do you do for a living? NYPD. London, your final destination. My fairy brother's getting married to a guy with a British accent. My fairy brother <laughs> is getting married. Yeah. That was a great way to establish that this yeah. is a old school, <laughs> yeah, bigoted kind of a hole. Okay, you're definitely guy. you're definitely NYPD. All right, good. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I wish I wish he'd said fairy godbrother because that would would have been so much better. <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been great. All right, I put uh, here's some Scoot McNary. I, I didn't do anything. It's just great. I like him when he's weaselly. Yeah. Something about it. I do, but it was like a little over. I mean, I guess he's he, he was being the terrorist, doing some acting. But when he's being held against the bulkhead, he's like making this face, like uh, the, the the what it looked to me like was when Luke Skywalker hears that Darth Vader is his father, and he starts oh. making no. that twisted, twisted mouth face, like right. <laughs> you're lying. And what does he say? He yeah. says. That's you're, not true. Yeah, that's not true. You not were true. you're the wine. You killed him. Yeah. You, told me you killed him. You killed him. No. Search your butthole. It is true. <laughs> uh all right, Julianne Moore saying dick. Dick. All right. Dick. Your name <laughs> is keeper. Dick. That is a keeper. Where my name dick. is Bill. That's a pretty Marks. good one too. She's got a nice K on the end. Dick. Oh man. Yeah. Mm. Uh, some Shea Wiggum. Bill, when you send me a text and you say that you had options, you and I both know that's not the case. Let's receive that. 
He's also good in uh, that Waco miniseries. Mm. Highly recommend that. It's very. Good. I always think of Silver Linings Playbook as my favorite. Oh, Shay Weekend performance. I've never seen that movie. I should. See oh, it. it's, it's so good, Scott. Yeah, you if you like, you love yeah. David O. Russell. You should I do. Watch it. I like me some O. Russell. Why good don't Bradley I watch Cooper, that? Good Jennifer oh, Lawrence. Oh, yeah, oh. watch that. Godless can wait. Watch, okay. watch uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Godless can wait. A review, a reseeing of a thing I've already seen twice. Can wait right. for a thing I've never seen. All right, I like. I like. No, like Scott Johnson. <laughs> I have this problem. I like old things. I know. I know. The comfort food. I know. I know. I watch Mad Max this weekend. All right. Um, here is. Uh, oh, this is him proclaiming his status. I'm an alcoholic. Hashtag. I'm an alcoholic. I'm a alcoholic. It would been great if, if uh, they all, you know, everybody in the cabin said, "Hi, Bill." Yeah. Hi, Bill. <laughs> Hi, Bill. Yeah. And I've I've been sober for 13 minutes. Here's my 13-minute chip. <laughs> All right, new situation. We have a new situation. Yeah, no shit. There's that captain, or the yeah, co-pilot. No yes, no shit. He was great. He was great, dude. Me and Nancy yeah. are shagging. Yes. Mm, naughty boy. All right, is that blow? Is that blow? I played that already. <laughs> uh, the guy, oh, this guy cracked me up all the time. 20,000, come on, you wanker. <laughs> come you on, you wanker. wanker. He was great. so good. He was great. I hated him at first. And I really liked him yeah. by the end. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's an interesting one. We don't usually end with these, but um, Brian Ibbett, when you were in line for photos in prom 1986, uh-huh. uh, you said this to somebody. Am I in your way, asshole? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, that was the, the, the punch. I was trying to get to the punch oh, bowl. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, then you were, so then you were to totally, to me, yeah, to, yeah, totally right. justified then. Totally justified. So that yeah. was a that was yeah. also a great trope, uh, rule of three. Oh, the rule. Um, I love right, the, the rule of three. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. he had previously been asked that exact question by this guy yep. twice before. And it's, and, it's, and it's a more modern way to do your one-liners, I feel like. Because yeah. one-liners have never really left us, but they're a little less obvious now or a little less stupid like Arnold ones were. And it's a little more like that kind of works. I don't know. kind of worked for me. It didn't feel cheesy mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a thing he wouldn't say. You know? I don't know. All right. Well, there, there's that. Now this. It's time for the Film Sack Checklist. What happens when most of the MCU all work together to defuse a bomb? This movie, check. Uh, not nearly enough Lupita and Dockery, check. Mm. And blue ribbons are magic, mm-hmm. check. We didn't even talk about those, but the blue ribbon was a fun. Blue ribbon. A fun I actually, blue ribbon. I actually wondered if that was going to end up being the thing that grossed you out the most. He carries that around in his pocket, right next <laughs> to his <laughs> chunk. And he, and a little girl. Yeah, and he yeah, wraps it around her yeah. hand. I would have been recoiling. It's pretty gross, and huh. it looked gross. It looked dirty. If it had looked fresh and clean ribbon, then I would have probably thought clean. about it last night. Is that some clean ribbon? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You got any clean ribbon in here? I've got mm-hmm. a very special set of clean ribbon. I sometimes when I get through brushing my teeth with my booze, I floss with this ribbon. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> Hold this for me. <laughs> uh, soundtrack great. I'd give it a VE. Oh, no, we Star Trek connections. Let's do those first. Um, I, I had a guess. Now I forgot what it was. So I tell just want to do one. Right. I want to talk about Anson Mount. Okay. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah, just really all we have to talk about from this movie. He's an easy one. Um, he, you know, he plays Jack Hammond in this, and he is, of course, our modern-day Christopher Pike. He starts out in Discovery and then gets his own series, which is called Strange New Worlds, which has a, they're currently filming a season two. Which very is exciting. very good. Mm-hmm. Very, very good, good I like series. It. I loved it. Yeah. Um, so he good. also appears in Short Treks, 
uh, he's definitely got the role. And for my money, I oh, this is a lot to say. I feel like Anson Mount in 2022 is the best Star Trek captain we've ever had. It's a lot to oh, say. Oh, there's a lot to say. You're right, it's pretty good. But it's I don't. I, you know what? I'm close. I'm close to agreeing. It's hard for me though because I'm a big Picard guy. Old, yeah, uh, yeah young, would, young Picard. No argument. He's in the top two. Um, well, we're definitely right. We're getting a chance to see more Picard in his own series, but the most developed, <laughs> the most developed character we've seen so far, the most developed captain we've seen so far. This they dive deep into his character. Yeah. It's pretty good. I think yeah. he's really, yeah. really good. There was never anybody more suited to play Christopher Pike. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't even. We probably don't even need to rank them. This is Coke and Pepsi territory, but I, I it, it I, is. That's well, what, yeah, that's they, that character's the first captain, right? He's the first one from when we first met any captains. No, it's he true. He's OG. Not the same guy, still. Yeah. Right. Actor. And and where they're taking this character is just so interesting. And Anson Mount has the chops to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, when we great. first meet him in Strange New Worlds, he's he's off on a retreat. And he's like, <laughs> got a beard, <laughs> and like you just like it's so interesting. And and by the way, he has something going on. Uh, the characters with Rebecca Romaine's character, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. number one, yeah, uh, or just one, or just one is just one, of, one. one of ten. But anyway, like <laughs> Anson Mount, Anson Mount, and Rebecca Romaine are so freaking interesting <laughs> to me, <laughs> and it's yeah. because he's doing a great job of uh, acting a character. He is also yeah. he's a reminder of why Starfleet captains matter so much to the overall arc of everything. Mm-hmm. They need to be what he is doing. They need to be what Picard was. They need to be mm-hmm. who Janeway was, and they need to be yeah. who Kirk was. They don't need to be Gorka. They don't need right. to be these guys that are fishy. You're not sure what they're up All to. The discovery, yeah, yeah. Like Pike right. is a reminder that that I feel like Star Trek just rests on their shoulders, and it's really important to get that right. And he is so good at it, and he's so damn mm-hmm. handsome, and it makes me jealous because my wife looks at him longingly. <laughs> well, and and he's not uh, aging strange. very very ungracefully. It's all going great for freaking Mans and Mount. Yeah, and, and and Strange New Worlds is about all of the characters. It's about nurse chapel and it's about spock and it's about dr mabenga there's like a whole episode just about dr mabenga but somehow even when you see that you keep coming back to captain pike is so interesting and it's he's your cornerstone he's He's your cornerstone and you need it in star trek and i really love it so yes if you haven't watched that series yet you absolutely should Mm -hmm. and uh also uh go back and watch hell on wheels because in that show you get to see him fight uh miles o'brien and that's a fantastic crossover (laughs) All right. And yeah. and he's a black belt, as you've been saying. I did not know he's yeah. a black belt. That's cool. Yeah, yeah he did, because we talked about the beginning of the show that he's... Yeah. Did we? Black belt. Yeah, did you know? Oh, that? I thought you said a black belt. Uh, <laughs> he is. He plays black bolt. No, I got MCU. that. I knew that. He has I thought a, he has he, a black I, bolt in karate. Yeah. I thought you just I thought said... You said he, I thought you said black belt as well. Yeah, I he's a I'll, black belt. I'll, I'll admit. Nobody does have a red on air belt. Yeah, I apologize. No, no, no. It's <laughs> all right. Me. No, no, no. It's good. I thought I knew. Well, I knew. Just the fact that Randy brought up again, I think, is the is the red on air bolt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. No, we talked about black bolt in the first part of the show. Yeah, right? we did. That's yeah. why I'm saying the Randy bringing it up again. Is, oh, is gotcha, and, gotcha. And one of these days, we're going to watch Crossroads for Film Sack. Yes, and we are going to visit Anson Mount acting against Britney Spears. Oh shit. Okay. Oh. Well, now that you tell me that, let's go. Let's do it. Oh, please tell me he plays her dad. <laughs> oh, no. Gosh, no. Oh, no. I guess he would be too, there, too yeah, young. They're, yeah, they're yeah, practically the same age. Yeah. 
Well, I don't that think they're that close. He's like our age, isn't he? He's older, I think. How old is Anson Mount? Now I got to know. Hold on. Yeah. Anson <laughs> Now I got to know. I mean, he's so unbearably handsome. Let's see. He is. <laughs> he's got to be late 40s, right? Uh, he is all jaw, this guy, and hair. Uh, it's the hair, man. Uh, it's it's got to be the hair. Uh, he is 51. 51. 50. He's 50. 50. Okay. 50. He's the best-looking 50-year-old on the damned planet. And it yeah. makes us all look bad. F.U. ends in mouth. Yeah, oh, so he's, today, he is 10 years older than Britney Spears. Yeah. Today is his 50th birthday, guys. Oh, oh wow. We're talking about that. Anson Mount on his 50th weird. birthday. Weird. That's that. weird. We were, you know what's funny? We are doing a Liam Neeson movie, and then Liam Neeson's in the news. It was reported that he was offered the role of James Bond and oh. turned it down mm-hmm. because his wife didn't want him to do it. There's a whole big thing oh, about wow. it. Yeah, and not the new James Bond, meaning like years ago he was offered the role yeah, before yeah, okay. before uh, Daniel Craig before and he turned it down. Yeah, I would like to believe that he could have done it done it justice, like do a Scottish accent, be brooding. I think he could have done sure. it. Sure. Although he seems to always sound Irish no matter what he does, right? He has a hard yeah, time a faking bit, the accent. A little bit of brogue. He's not, he doesn't sound really Irish, though. He sounds. He always just sounds like someone who has spent a lot of time in Ireland, you know? Yeah, well, he certainly like, has. <laughs> he was born and lived most of his life there. But yeah. yeah, but you know what I mean? And I would just say, like somebody who, who had an extended vacation and just brought a little bit of Ireland yeah. back with him as opposed right. to somebody who grew up there. And Yeah, yeah, yeah he, doesn't, he doesn't steer into it, ever. No. Yeah. I do love him, though. Uh, all right. I don't know why I had to confess my love for him. Uh, moving on to the uh, to the uh, soundtrack grade. I give it a VE for very effective. I thought it worked great for effective. what it was. No issues with the soundtrack, I don't think. Uh, Twitter post, this is where you guys sum things up in a certain number of characters or less. Let's begin this week with Randy. Nonstop. The 15th or 16th Die Hard in a Plane movie, only this time the one true big damned hero is the co-pilot of the plane. Does he get the girl? Yes. Do they literally walk off into the sunset? Yes, but it was summer in Iceland. So the sun never actually set. They walked off into the sun dip. Oh, the, the sun, sun dip. dip. <laughs> oh, I love some sun dip. Mm. Yeah, with the, uh, the the candy on the left side. Yeah. You pull that out and dip it. Yeah, oh, oh. sun dip. Uh, very well done. Brian Dunaway, it's your turn. So we didn't talk about it during the show. Hey, uh, uh, nonstop, a solid action film that takes place on a plane with one of the best yawns ever caught on film. Oh. Hashtag shaken. <laughs> Wait, who yawned? I don't remember. Yeah. Look at the, look in the, look Did in the you, Discord. Is this the gift that you just posted? This is him gift. yawning? Oh. Watch his hair uh, shake. I have never seen a yawn so fantastic oh as I did in this gosh, movie. Dude. Wow. And, and by the way, if you if you're able to watch this scene again, uh, like just skip around and find it in the movie, his hair color is the worst I've yeah. ever seen. <laughs> the, it's for the yawn. <laughs> for the dark scenes, they overcolored his hair so that you could tell that it was hair. Right. And it's terrible looking. But he's he just returned from the bathroom after taking his smoke break where he tapes uh, the vent. So that's how you find it. He's oh, he's right. in this, he's taking it and he's come back. He's gonna he's gonna relax. He's gonna sleep. And then he gets the message and then it's nonstop throughout. Somebody somebody needs to take this gif and add the uh, screaming goats sound to yeah, it when yeah. he when he yawns. <laughs> <laughs> just like a long drawn out. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> also, tip of the hat just to Corey Hawkins. We didn't talk about him. He played Travis, the the hacker um, guy who turned oh, out yeah, to be Travis a the, the hacker terrorist. guy. I thought he was pretty pretty damn good. 
I like that it ended up being the the the. So a lot, there was a lot of alpha males on this air air flight. We we got, kept suspecting all of these you know these aggressive alpha males to be the bad guys, and of course it ends up being like the teacher guy and the nerd guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. just saw it coming. Yeah, it was good. Theme gangs, theme gangs on a plan. Yep. Well, speaking of themes, it's a Brian Ibbett theme, and we're going to do his now. Brian Ibbett, take it away. Nonstop. I like watching film sack movies because it's better than looking at the back of someone's head or a folding tray table. Why do you like watching film sack movies, Dick? <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's All the right. you could say, Dick. That was the right dick. emphasis. Right yeah. emphasis for sure. Hey, why, why are we looking at uh, him? Because Randy? Richard Madden yeah. is the shoe-in, in my opinion, for the next James Bond. Oh, Richard Madden yeah. would be amazing. Isn't he tiny, though? He's a little tiny guy, isn't he? Yeah, he can still be, he can still be a tiny secret agent. Tiny guy. <laughs> Daniel Craig was like yeah. our bulkiest Bond. What if we and called it James then, Bond, like tiniest, well, yeah, the tiniest, the tiniest? I was a little bit bulky. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not when he started. Sean oh, started really skinny. Mm. I can't Sean wait till he uh, gets his next mission. He goes to uh, to to uh, M and says, what's my next mission, mum? Yeah. Mom. What am I doing next, mum? Mum. Oh, remember that in that show? What was that show called? Yeah, body, bodyguard. Bodyguard was so good. Yeah. Oh, I wish there was more of that. Uh, yeah, he okay. My vote is in. Yes, Richard Madden, fine. James, thank Bond. you. Yeah. King of the North, totally. yeah, yeah, King of the North. Well, temporarily. All right, yeah, yeah. for for a minute. For a minute. <laughs> then some real bad thing happened at dinner. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, it's the alternate <laughs> title time. Time for us to do alternate titles. These were just handed to me. Boy, some of these. I don't even know what to make of this. This is almost called Oscar Schindler versus Captain Christopher Pike in the Shitter. <laughs> wow, that would be a great title. Uh huh. Yeah, it's a mouthful. Snakes on a plane. Uh, and then finally, or maybe Scooter is the shooter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. uh, but that gives the whole movie away, so they couldn't use yeah, that. Yeah, you can't use that as a title. Yeah. No, that would have been too easy. Changed it. Yeah. Well, good news. We have some uh, emails and a couple of texts we're going to read today. We love your emails and texts. Filmsack at gmail.com is where this first one comes from. It is Paul in Flint, Michigan, who says, hello, gang. You guys were talking about movies that use communication tech poorly. I have a deep love for a movie that uses a bunch of tech stuff well but I don't know if it's a good movie. I do feel that if it's a movie that I uh, that if I like a great deal, odds are pretty good that it's a good one, good one for film sack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The movie is Nerve from 2016. Ooh, Never heard of this. And it uses computers and cell phones with all the flaws that they come with. Oh. Uh, it might just be me, but this movie is the Sunday afternoon rotation uh, or is in my Sunday afternoon rotation Did because it can't. Uh, I can't decide if it's a thriller or a rom-com. Cheers, Paul. Right. <laughs> it is not streaming. It does include Juliette Lewis, though. Yeah. It's not what streaming is, now. That's where I remember seeing it the first. Oh, it's on Prime, isn't it? What is Machine Gun Kelly doing in a movie? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Isn't that lowering its quality? Lowering its <laughs> yeah, bar. I think it is yeah. streaming on Prime, though, isn't it? Nerve. Uh, it is not streaming. Didn't what's so her name? It's not uh, streaming on Prime, her, even though it's, uh, it's Jennifer. What's Prime. her beak? Or what's her name? Anyway, she's leaving Machine Gun Kelly now. After all that yeah. making out on stage, they're done. I thought they were. I thought they made up again. Don't no. read. Don't don't I don't know. hang on TMZ. The first thing I thought when I heard that news is I don't care. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, Juliet Lewis, I, Emma Roberts. I Dave just Franco. want you to know I care about you, MGK. Aww. Wait, is Nerve the one about the like everybody's competing yeah. to do the scariest yes. live stream thing? I did watch this. It's like Yeah, uh, I watched it too. Is it dumb? Yeah. It is it is dumb. It's very good film sec. Yeah. Um Okay. Uh, material. Yeah. All right, I'll watch it. 
two of the reviews here say, I love this movie except for the bullshit ending. And then the next review says basically the same thing. There yeah. must be something wrong with the ending. It's a fun, it's a fun ride. I don't remember the ending. Yeah, <laughs> Apparently right. I watch a lot of movies and I don't remember any of the endings, which is great. It's like, uh, it's like goldfish getting to experience uh, theater over and over and over again because it's like, oh, I don't know who done it. Yeah, I like that. I, I kind of always think of it kind of like those, like the crank movies. Mm. Nervous yes. kind of like that. It's kind of yeah. like, is it a good movie? Uh, is it a lot of fun? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I like do, those I do know movies. that I like Dave Franco a lot. And Dave Franco is like the star of this nerve movie. And yeah. so I will watch it. That is Alison Bree's husband. It is. Mm, yeah. Dave Franco's nice. Seems like a nice dude. His brother's been a little douchey, but I like Dave. His his yeah. older brother. He has another brother. They have they have another brother. It's like another the secret brother. Hemsworth brother. There's a secret yeah. Franco now too. Oh no. Yeah. His name is Tom Franco. Tom Franco. And yeah, and this guy has also been in some things. I don't know why that's funny, but I like how that sounds. It, no, it is. It is really funny. It's like uh... <laughs> this is my brother Tom Franco. There yeah, are. exactly. It feels like it. Uh, it's a good thing they didn't do Al. That wouldn't have worked very well. Al yeah. Franco. Oh, I love it. Yeah. You'd have to I don't leave know Congress. why I studied James Franco's family, but I did. Yeah. Well, mm. good job on that. Uh, a couple of quick texts here. 801-471-0462 is where you can send these texts. Uh, you can also do voicemails there. We encourage that. Seth wrote in and says, Film Sack, hey gang, on the Moonfall episode, Brandy brought up this conspiracy theory of the government using lotteries to track and arrest time travelers. I have a complimentary crazy person theory. Not only do they do this and use the lottery to catch those that travel forward, the government also invented and planted evidence of dinosaurs to dissuade people from traveling backwards. <laughs> Much love, That's Seth. a pretty good addendum. I like I it. I kind of like that, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's Somebody good. out there is like, no, it's true, guys. Don't make fun of this. It's absolutely true. Yeah, he's probably super hardcore about this, and his tinfoil is making it hard to hear film sack right now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he gets to hear it better. Like he can pick up. Oh yeah, yeah. Like film amplified. sack without us, without streaming. Without, it's kind of like uh, that. It's kind of like that episode of uh, of Gilligan's Island where uh, Gilligan starts receiving radio signals in his tooth. Exactly. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like that. That's so stupid. I love that though. I haven't seen Gilligan's Island in a thousand years. I gotta find a way. It's gotta be. I'm gonna a way. watch that this yeah. weekend. Oh yeah. I'm going to watch that, and then Godless, and then Mad Max, and none of the things I should watch. Uh, here's one from Paul Sevilla, Sevilla, I think. He says, hello, Film Sack. Have you guys ever sacked Eve of Destruction from 1991? It stars Gregory Hines, and it's about a runaway nuclear nuclear female android. Uh, oh, it's this sounds l- fantastic. What says, is this? He says oh, it's like gosh. Species meets the Terminator. Totally sackable okay. film, Paul. Yeah. I don't. I've never heard of Eva Destruction, but let's look that up. No, uh, this looks great. I've never seen this either. Showing um, anywhere? I've even seen the cover box. Wow, this is something that's totally off my radar. Is it streaming anywhere that we know of? Huh. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Tubi has it. Mm, Tubi has it. Tubi I, has everything. I'd watch it on Tubi. The sure. was the was the only uh, streaming service I added to my new phone. Tubi, Tubi. of course wow. you did. Of course you did. Yeah, you know what I do? Um, I watch it on desktop, and if you have an ad blocker, it's it doesn't yes. do ads. It just yeah, like brave. Right. Yeah, it's nice. Great. I like it. Uh, anyway, Eve of Destruction, nineteen ninety one. We will add it to the list. Why not? I didn't even know Gregory Hines did this. this I didn't either. News to me. Down. Let's see yeah. here, I'm trying to find a uh, robot military like exactly like her creator. Damaged during a bank robbery. It's got Ross Malinger in it. Malinger. How do you say his name? Malinger. 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 The kid from Sleepless in Seattle. (laughs) Oh, uh, I don't remember him. I've never seen Sleepless in Seattle. You've never seen Sleepless in Seattle? No. Yeah, it's Tom Hanks' kid who who talks him into going to the 
to the Empire State Building to meet uh, Meg Ryan. I don't remember that. Uh-huh. I didn't see that movie at all. I saw oh, the, you ever the see, male one. You ever see Sudden Death? Uh, yeah, with you guys. Yeah, there yeah, you we go. watched it here. Yeah, he was, he was, he was the kid in that. Okay, right. that's the same right. kid. Fancy. I, uh, yeah. I have just added Eve of Destruction to our to my watch list on Just Watch. Uh, JustWatch.com, great place to find out if things are streaming and yes. tag them and find out when they go it, streaming. I wish it was better about notifications, though. Like, send mm-hmm. me a send me an email or give me some sort of notification when that thing that I've put on my wish list becomes available. Yeah, the app does sure. the app have something? It might the phone app. Oh, maybe that's a good. The point. site, you're right. The site sucks for that, but I think the app does something. I got to lie. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I gotta look that up. I don't yeah. use it enough. Uh, anyway, thanks for your text, everybody. 801-471-0462 or filmsack at gmail.com for those who prefer email. Uh, I'd like to mention some new patrons this week. We had some fantastic people step up and join the fray today, uh, mm-hmm. or this week rather, and it is Josh Ross, Jeremy Allen, Darren Crone, Topher, and Stephen Harlan. You guys Topher. are awesome. And not only are you yeah. cool, you're, you're in good company. There's a bunch of great people in there mm-hmm. already. And they are receiving wonderful benefits like artwork in the mail, no commercials ever, pre-show content every week, monthly specials, and more. If you want to read about it and learn all about it. I just want to – Jeremy Allen White. Wow, that's really cool. I I loved Mm -hmm. him in The Bear. Yeah, he was great Mm -hmm. in The Bear. Good in The Bear. And uh, he wasn't The Bear, though. Anyway, (laughs) uh, be be like them. Join us at patreon.com slash filmsack today. Our next movie will be Walking Tall. Walking with the rock. tall, yes, yes, the rock. 2004. So this is the remake of Walking Tall. Is this the one where he has a big board he hits people with, big piece of wood? Maybe. At least that's what the original one was. It was John Wayne in the original? Uh, John right? Schneider, John Schneider. Who was the, walk, the original Schneider? Walking Tall? That's a big difference. From, no. from, uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's a big difference. Yeah. No. Uh, 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 Joe Don Baker. Joe Don Baker. Joe oh, okay. Don Baker. Okay. God, I thought Walking Tall was way older than than that huh yeah, okay i'm looking at the poster and my memory is right he's walking with a with like a two by four it's a it's a stick it's a very large stick does yeah. he speak softly too <laughs> I, I think so you're supposed to that's what we've always been yeah, told listen to this cast told. johnny knoxville neil mcdonough michael bowen oh, we just saw him uh what did i just see him in something shit i know he's in um he's in something breaking shit. bad he's uncle jack in breaking bad oh no we saw him on iron eagle he's the he was oh. the bully kid Oh, right. An Iron Eagle. Kevin Durant, freaking bean forks in this? Oh! <laughs> we got oh. in. We got Kobe Smolders. I, uh, this is like peak Kobe. Oh, no. It's leaving streaming in two days. Hold on. Oh, no. It is Hold it going, on. We will not be walking tall. Is it going right. somewhere else? We're... We're going to have a... We're going to have an off, uh, <laughs> off the air discussion, guys. <laughs> call an audible. Yeah. Damn it. I hate when that happens because Fletcher even What about Crossroads? Or we just move Spree up, you know, put Spree, uh, put Spree up there. Spree in its place. Spree, spree. I think we figured out wasn't streaming, right? Or no? No, Spree's on Hulu. Oh, right. Hulu. Uh, Wait, what is Spree? (laughs) I don't know what Spree is. I mean, I know the candy. Oh, (laughs) it's the one we just talked about, the one where you're like, uh, oh, no, Spree is the one about the, um, the... Uber driver. It's got the kid with the hair from uh, Stranger Things. Oh, right. We talked and about he's last the week. Uber driver who live streams himself being a bad Uber driver. Spree. Right. So that's what the internet says. <laughs> so Spree. <laughs> confusing Spree. Spree with nerve. <laughs> Spree might be what we see next week if we can't find Walking Tall on an alternate service. Go. We'll let you yeah. know. Okay. 
So we'll we'll talk off air and we'll figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure, We're gonna uh, figure it out. We've already figured it out. Figured it out. Figured it out. Uh, that's it. Filmsack.com is our website. Patreon.com slash filmsack, as I mentioned before, is a great place to go. And if you'd like to uh, review the show wherever you get your shows, that'd be really nice. You don't have to, but we'd love it if you did. That'll do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. I'm an alcoholic. We'll see you next time. <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.